those seconds you felt after Cody Parkey's kick <laughs> is how I feel every fucking year. Tubo, is, is your first words you. to Chris the double doink? Are you really going there? Dude, I'm a Giants fan. I'm the only one allowed to go there. I'm the only one who could feel worse at any given time. You have two Super Bowls. He got led by Rex Grossman for like four years. My you are a no, you have been, no competition. My quarterback has been a bitch since day one. I don't I know how we have two Super Bowls. <laughs> Dude, I, what? Love, I love Grossman. The sex cannon's awesome. Is that what his name was? Fuck yeah, Rex, they- sex cannon Grossman. Google that shit, dude. There's fan fiction wrote about him where he was fucking Rachel McNichols. <laughs> inner circle only. And I am inner circle. No, you're not inner circle only. And I am inner circle. No, you're not inner circle only. And I am inner circle. No, you're not inner circle only. And I am inner circle. No, you're not inner circle only. And I am inner circle. All right, welcome back to another edition of the Inner Circle Sports Podcast. This is episode six. I'm your host, Riley T. of The Plunge. I am joined, as I am every episode, with the fabulous Chris Watsky holding it down in his Bears shirt from Florida. Chris, what is up this week, my man? Hello, sir. How you doing? Phenomenal. That's good. You look very cute. Thanks, baby. <laughs> I got you on a big TV now. So this is awesome. I got you on like a 48-inch TV. It's just... I'm on the hot monitor? You're on the hunt monitor, baby. Oh, and we are joined also this week by the the Plunge's own intern, the, the the legend himself, out from the band, Tooby Dooby Doo. Tuba, what is up? Welcome to the sports show. I'm happy to be here. You know, I'm a big sports guy. Glad we're talking about sports on this podcast. <laughs> it's funny because the Plunge actually started as a concept of a like comedy sports show. And we did like three. So Tuba was on episode one of the plunge and we did like three minutes of serious sports. And then we all looked around. We're like, yeah, this ain't it chief. No way. <laughs> and that is how you became the number one hockey podcast. South <laughs> border. <laughs> this is correct. Uh, shout out. I just put that, that. I just put that, uh, that graphic I made for that as us edited as the mighty ducks with all of our nicknames on it, on a huge like photo frame in our, in our, uh, studio now so <laughs> yeah uh but yeah let's talk some fucking sports boys there's a we, we've been going on the two-week format because we're in the dog days of summer uh but there's there's been some shit going on uh mainly being everything involving antonio brown <laughs> Big chest. what is it he calls himself mr big chest fascinating mr. Big chest He's uh, is he still I was calling him Frostbite Leatherhead. <laughs> froze his feet and he wants to play with his old helmet. It's fucking Frostbite Leatherhead. Those feet are nasty. I want I want Adam Simmons on here because he's he does the cryogenic shit, right? He does. He would know about that. Like, is that so? He got it overseas. So the feet, he his entire bottom of his feet are just calluses and like ripped off hardened skin. So he got frostbite in his feet. Like a fucking idiot in a cryogenic, overseas cryogenic therapy thing. Of course it was overseas. 
Yeah. Like, Cause like his team wouldn't oversee that over here. So Boo. I didn't mean that. Boo. <laughs> Bad pun. Bad use of overseas is another way. <laughs> He's going for a ban on the sports show now. <laughs> Tuba, did you know you have a following in the inner circle of free Tubaites? I appreciate it, guys. <laughs> I'm going to need some extra stuff. So close to making one. a t-shirt. Yeah, we almost made a t-shirt of just free tuba. Did I make a shirt? One. Was it me who made a shirt of you? I think it was a stoned tuba behind bars. Yeah. <laughs> Good feedback, tuba. Uh, you're great at podcasting. <laughs> Like, I don't know what you want me you to were say. You're the one that created it. You would know. Yeah, but I sent it to you, Tuba. Uh, is Antonio his draft stock is plummeting? This is a man who's been the number one pick for like six years in a row, and he is plummeting into like the third round now because he's acting like a dickhead. How do you how do you feel about that? Like, is he going to turn around? Is he going to be good with Derek Carr? He's got a new team. Like, what do you what are you feeling with him as a whole for this season? I wasn't super interested in him to begin with, but now all this shit makes me real like uh really like Tyrell Williams in like the fucking ninth round, dude. That's where that's where my head is. Fuck A B. So you're just you're just staying away from him? Uh-huh. Tuba, what are you feeling? I do like that his head's at the the next in line. I mean, obviously like that's that's usually the best strategy for picking because obviously it's those late rounders that make or break your season, you know, when you have a starter go down and need a guy that's getting a majority of the touches anyways on offense i mean my strategy with ab i probably wouldn't take him before the fourth if i'm if he's there if he's there i'll take him in the fourth you'll take him in the fourth we're a 14 man league as well so the fourth is like pick 60 like the fourth round so that but his draft stock is constantly falling he went from being That's a late convincing. first rounder to a mid second now, now i'm seeing not a mid... even play if he doesn't put on the right helmet yeah now it came out today he lost uh an arbitration he lost arbitration with his new helmet they said no go fuck yourself you're not wearing a different helmet so now good. If they he fucking show up he doesn't get paid yeah so now it's all on him hey too he's usually like toddler tactics to try to get a different helmet that's what everyone's doing doing. can you just shut the fuck like that's the point of a contract you sign a contract to give away your services shut the fuck up it's a law-abiding contract go play fucking football what is with talented wide receivers and being like the biggest divas and it's not even them right the wide receivers have been fine because wide receivers are actually just getting paid i mean the running backs have been the bitches it's been a chronic definitely shifted of like T.O., Ocho Cinco, Randy Moss back in the day. And well, they were just – they were divas. I guess the wide receivers are more of the divas where the, the running backs are the ones who want to be divas. And they're like, we want yeah, money. They're just <laughs> beat up. That's the thing. They, Tuba, do me a favor real so quick. Short. Turn your lever up just a little bit. Get you sounded nice and crisp in here. Is that better? Oh, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chris, how you liking the new studio? I like the new studio. I want to come up with some sort of a DJ name for you, though. <laughs> I think you need a banner behind you, you know, to to really showcase your 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 position there. <laughs> it's just a. Bl- what, uh, I need- what, what, what's with the collector plates over there? Oh, this this is uh, John F. Kennedy. I found it in a yard sale once, and it was it's, who's below him. Uh, that's me. That's me drowning. So- Fuck up. Here, Tuba, I thought that was an Eskimo. Photo ever. 
I thought that was a fucking Eskimo, legit, dude. Show that, show that closer to Chris. This is it's me as like a twelve-year-old photo for him. You gotta lift it. Is me as like a twelve-year-old drowning with a bowl cut. No, fantastic. <laughs> I want yeah, to we got look before and after in the same <laughs> shot. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, glow up Friday. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's nice. We did like a complete revamp. I threw a bunch of photos up. Um, it's sweet. I like it a lot. We did actually, if you want to give my new DJ name, I got really drunk in our episode we recorded last night yeah. and drank drank a bunch of Twees. And we renamed myself, instead of Riley T, I'm now Riley Twee. So. Cool. <laughs> Twee, Twee J. Polly Twee. Too much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we do have a premiere. Of a new inside joke on the plunge, which I'll just briefly explain as Hunter's backpack. You can find out more on the plunge next week. And Hunter is now on his own, which means he has the mics where he can do that shitty basement joke oh. <laughs> where he's far away from the mic. Yeah, I remember that. So all all hell is breaking loose on the plunge again. <laughs> Buckle up. Uh, you went full all stat this week. I did. I did. And I was super, (laughs) super excited about it. And nobody seemed to share my enthusiasm for for the one great (laughs) legend in Tampa Bay. The best fullback of all time. Was he? No question. I don't. I think he was. Yes. He was on pardon. He was on pardon my take as well. Well, who was the running back? I worked for a little while. Okay. Eric Rett was before him. I don't know if that was even. I don't know. I'm trying to think back to like Madden 97. <laughs> but yeah, an all-star heavy episode. Can't go wrong with it. I love um, the guy. I love Oh yeah, he's he's a beast. All right, we're like uh, a genius. <laughs> yeah, if you can make if you can make a Gruden look good, you you, you need to go right to the Hall of Fame. Little Stotty, little Stotty X. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, wide receivers quit being bitches and play football. Running backs actually play football. Uh, apparently Zeke is getting a contract. They're just actually working out the details now, so he should be playing. Uh, Jerry's kind of came out and said, "Yeah, we're working on it. It's he'll play football this year." Melvin Gordon just isn't. He's just not on a team. What? Yeah, they're they're those two sides couldn't be further apart. Yeah. So and the Texans just went and got Duke Johnson. So yeah. they're kind of that's they're kind of out. That was his like destination spot. Oh, Johnson, Chris, Chris, <laughs> Johnson, Chris. <laughs> May we rest in peace. The one and only Dunta. Or one out. He, ha- he had a one a one week run, but you he were will- calling him a league winner, dude. <laughs> yes. That's an old take exposed. <laughs> like, big time. Tube, I don't know if you listened. Two weeks ago, I said we did the running backs like depth chart pretty much. And I said Deonta Foreman. It's funny because I actually listened to that little he, tidbit. Because you I remember he's gonna you win a ships. reference in the in the chat to him. And I was he's like, gonna win ships, baby. Why is this kid big on Deontay Foreman all or Dante Foreman all of a sudden then Dante. Sure enough. Oh, is it? It's Dante. I don't, yeah. I, he was, he was right. <laughs> You're right. Okay. So Dunta's a free agent. I hope he lands somewhere that they need him. Somewhere that they'll put good use to a big, large man who's not quite mature yet. Well, here's the thing. Name. Here's the thing. Duke Johnson 
in that role that you expected uh, uh, Dunta to? It, does, it doesn't quite work. No, it works better, dog. Well, it worked. Well, the thing is, now they have like two scatbacks because Lamar Miller's not a downhill runner. Lamar Miller is kind of similar to Duke Johnson. He's not quite. He's more of a downhill runner than Duke Johnson. But I was gonna say, I think you're discrediting Lamar Miller's ability when he gets to open field to like his speed. I, so what you're describing is a scat back, which is exactly what I just said. You you just said he's better at de- or nope. I said he's am I not. Getting my running I, backs mixed. You sure mixed are. Up? Okay. <laughs> well, I was seeing I was seeing Dunta as a as a Derrick Henry type, and they kind of needed that because they still don't have that guy that can just plow the ball in on the one yard line or get that third and one, fourth and one. No, nah, he's going to take a, a two-yard screen pass 70 yards now. <laughs> this valid. Very true. So where does Dante go? I hope he ends up on the Colts, but I think that's where Melvin Gordon's going to go. Ooh, that would uh, be, be a heck of a lot of baggage for the running back position there. Yeah, but then... Add backs. Wait, well, who? Which one? Are we over Dante? He's gone. Like <laughs> I, think that, I think that would obviously Ooh, bury Chris, Marlon Mack. Chris! What? The Bucks. We wanted uh, uh, the Bucks wanted Duke, so the I Buc- mean, like the Bucks could out- use the Bucks could yeah. use some good Dunta, baby. All right. Not out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> they don't really have a running back. Let's get some good Dunta up oh, in there. Here we go. Here's a hot take. They said that he got cut because of his uh, maturity, uh, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Pair him up with Jameis and see what fucking antics they can come up with. You'll That's to- what I'm talking about. Chris- now I want him. Chris, you're gonna be ha- you're gonna be grocery shopping, and fucking Dunta and Jameis <laughs> Jameis Winston gonna come running through, spilling milk everywhere and shit. You're- Jameis is gonna be in a shopping cart getting pushed by fucking Dunta, and they're gonna be stealing the whole seafood section. And you're gonna wait. get to watch it in person. I wait, I can't wait. You're gonna see tweets happening, and you're gonna be like, "Yo, that's three minutes from my house." You're gonna be like, "Honey, get the kids, get the kids. I gotta watch Dunta." <laughs> I would love to see that just for the train wreck potential. All right. I'm all in on Dunta to the Bucks. Hell yeah. <laughs> Let's make it happen. I feel like Mike Evans is like that guy who like smokes weed and hangs out with the immature kids and he eggs them on a little bit. So I could see this happening. I could see how you would say that. Yeah. Mike Evans is the I, guy who cleans up after them and like fights the people that they get into altercations yeah. with. He's like, yo, chill. he's the big brother. Yeah. Yes, definitely. We're the responsible friend. All right. Um, Melvin Gordon immediately takes the top role on the Colts, though, if he goes there. Because they don't have a stud back. They have a committee of good backs. They're like they're the same as the Ravens. The Ravens have Ingram now, but in the years, they've had the best rushing attack with zero studs. Now, see, I'm I'm a little interested in Ingram because I think he takes that position no problem. I think obviously he does like, have he's that- going to be he's going to be. Obviously, he's going to have a better year than he did last year. Yeah, but he's not putting up 1,400 yards. He's probably going to put up like 900 yards, and the guys behind him are going to get like six apiece, and they're going to cumulatively be the best running attack in the league with having like zero people with overwhelming stats. I'm just, I wouldn't be surprised if you see a record year from Mark Ingram. Ooh, I think that's a bad take, but I can see it. What are you feeling, Chris? What do you think? <laughs> Who's behind him? Uh, he, Buck Allen. He's got Buck Allen. Who the fuck? Gus the Bus and Lamar Jackson. I think him and Lamar Jackson will work well together because Mark Ingram's more of a a power back than and like right. Lamar Jackson's a finesse guy. Okay, well, so I have something problematic here though. Uh, we're gonna ju- I'm jumping the gun a little bit on here, 
they're gonna have happen. They're gonna go like six and five and eleven this year because they're gonna have what happened to the Jaguars happen to them. Which is, do you know who the Baltimore Ravens' number one wide receiver is, Chris? Willie Sneed. Nope. It is Marquise Brown. Good old Marquise, huh? Who- yeah. Who's Marquise Brown, you ask? I don't fucking know. That's how bad their wide receiver core is. Right. He started leading off read, uh, the reading off lead receivers for teams, and I was like, who? Yeah. It's like, it's that They're, bad. So now. they don't have a guy who can pass very well in itself and Lamar Jackson and Robert Griffin. Don't forget RG3. All right. And then they have Marquise Brown, Willie Sneed, like four years past his short prime, <laughs> Miles Boykin, and Chris Moore. Boyk. So what's going to happen is they're going to stack the fucking box and, and just play the run because they know they can do that. Just all receivers are blocking. Also, their number two running back is a man named Justice Hill. Hmm. So I don't know about that. Uh, also, Lance Turner, D-E apostrophe Lance. If there's a fucked up name, you're going to seek it out, I swear. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, there's another one, one of my favorites. Uh, <laughs> it. The the what the Green Bay is full of them, of just weird names. The Green Bay. The Green Bay. <laughs> ha ha. Clinton Don't give that. Always classic. It is. Ha ha. Clinton Dix is pretty good. Uh, Demarcus Lodge. Wide receivers have just great names. All right. It sounds like the Key and Peel episode. <laughs> yeah. When we get to our wide receivers, I'll find it. I know which one I'm. I know, I know where I'm looking for this. Talking about equanimous Saint yeah, Brown. Oh, I'm talking about Marquez Vol. Yeah, <laughs> an uh, His his parents named him after that Outcast album. <laughs> All right, uh, Josh Gordon. What the fuck's he gonna do? I'm curious. The league is letting people who beat children play. Like, but this man likes to smoke up, smoke smoke some weed every now and then. Can't blame him. <laughs> so, how you feeling on Josh Gordon, Tuba? And it's hard to it's hard to gauge it because you also don't know how Tom Brady's gonna rebound, you know, coming off his hurt knee and you don't know if he does get reinstated. I feel like Bill has no problem taking him back because obviously Bill I don't think that's the problem. Take... I think Bill is already he's on the Patriots. He is signed to the Patriots. Obviously they have legal rights to yeah. him when he gets reinstated. All right, but I tuba, mean, all right like... slave owner tuba, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, we, we have, have been exposed to Robert Kraft's, uh, you know, <laughs> antics, so that's not really... I still op- have to put it in the charity bin, bin, even though it's not the plunge? Uh, no, that wasn't a Muslim joke. That was a slave joke, so you're Fair. good. You're off the hook. If this was Sam PC, yes, but it's not. <laughs> Racial implications. I think Josh Gordon's going to be working for State Farm real soon, man. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't think he's playing football anymore. It's he's never still yoked to him, I don't think. No, like, if it did... He would just stop smoking weed. It's like that Rick like, but, shit, dude. Like, it just doesn't yeah. mean that much to him. Yeah. And, like, at, at this point, it's like something has to be seriously wrong with him, too. Where, was, like, he's got to have something that. wrong in the head where, like, he actually needs this shit I to I was cope. thinking that because, like, what if he's dealing with stuff that, like, he still doesn't tell people about? Like, you could get, bring him to as many doctors as you want, but, like, people will only tell you what they want you to know. That's that's my favorite it. part of all of him is he was like, yeah, dude, I was selling dime bags on my college football games to people in the stand. Trap Lord Josh. Gordon. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's a that's a real one right there. 
uh, <laughs> they're they're basically getting hit by cars multiple times a game. How about just let them smoke weed? That's what yeah, I dude. mean. Like the M- all the NBA players smoke mad weed. Like just let the fucking NFL do it. What's the issue? Like people aren't looking up to these people as model citizens mostly. They just look up well, to them as people who walk out of their job with fucking bruises and cuts every single day. That's like you said, it's literally it. Their jobs to get beat up. Plus, if they're worried about the uh, the image of the NFL anymore, I mean, like pretty much everybody hates the NFL right now. So why I mean, now's as good a time as any to implement some fucking yeah, exactly. new policy? I'd imagine with the new uh, collective bargaining agreement that they come to with uh, the players' association that there will be something involving weed. Most old Republicans make me laugh a lot with the NFL. Like I have one of my dad's cousins was talking to me. He's like, "Oh, diehard Ravens fan till uh, he's from the South." Uh, (laughs) He's like, "Diehard Ravens fan till all that shit started happening." I threw all my stuff in the trash and I burned it, taking a knee on my country. I was like, "It's like I just like watching football." (laughs) Yeah. That's my uncle too. My uncle's a vet too, so like he's got extra stank on it, you know, because yeah. like you know served and whatnot. And I'm like, dude, it's just it's football, man. And we're talking about a song. I get what you're saying, but come on, man. It's like also, oh. it's like, man, like yeah, let like it's a social thing. Let it happen. Shit's I, going on in the world. They're gonna make a thing. Like, also, you don't have to make a deal with everything that happens. I also genuinely don't pay that much attention to the Star Spangled Banner and whoever's kneeling and who's. uh who's standing at that's usually when i'm on my phone ready for kickoff you're a shitty oh at home okay i was yeah. gonna say if you're like i'm just stand- <laughs> oh no 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 no. i'm i'm the first i sit because i'm on my phone twitter's better than my patriotism <laughs> pledge allegiance to social media <laughs> dude madden even makes you feel bad now like i skip all that shit when i'm playing a game of madden and they're like i guess we're in a time crunch we're skipping through we're going straight to kickoff does it really uh-huh in the new madden yes sir and no. Skip halftime. It's like I, we're 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 pressed for time. We can't do halftime scores, so we'll catch you up later. You are joking. Nope. What a fucking weird thing to implement. <laughs> weird pet. You know what grinds my gears? Tell when me. Madden. The Madden commentators <laughs> talk shit about your team and your strategy. Like, oh, look at this clown going for it on fourth and twenty. You know <laughs> what like, they do? Mind that your now? damn business. They backpedal because I was up like 30 to 10 in the game I played earlier with 30 seconds to go, and I threw a touchdown pass. And they made a comment about running up the score, and then he goes, but I've been told this is a video game, so let's pad those stats. Breaking the fourth wall. I guess so. Fuck off. (laughs) And then you have 2K that have the same like 14 tracks they play over and over. Every time I play the Lakers, I have to hear Kobe and Kareem commentary. Right, yeah, I thought you were talking about the the actual soundtrack. That's why I said DJ Khaled. Oh. I was gonna say it's like eight out of the ten songs on 2K are by yep. him. So um, I hope Josh Gordon's back because that guy is an animal, like an absolute beast, and he makes my team a whole lot better. <laughs> He's fun to watch. He's one of those cases about what might have been. He yep. might be the case. That dude has a lot of potential. Absolutely. That dude is a rookie with was it Brandon Whedon went ten games and put up like fourteen hundred yards. Game changer. I saw a thing the other day. It was he had a five game stretch where he put up. It was like I think it was nine hundred yards and like eight touchdowns. It was absurd. It was like two forty, two forty, one seventy eight with three touchdowns, two ten, two ten. Just yeah, that dude was sick, gifted. Um, One of those things. So Tom, there's been a lot of shit in the Boston media lately with Tom Brady putting his house on up for sale on the market. 
Uh, it has now been amplified indefinitely because his trainer, Alex Guerrero, the guy who locked Jimmy Garoppolo, was it Jimmy Garoppolo, locked him out of the gym? I believe so. Yeah, the guy who locked out everyone and tries to make all the decisions. Alex Guerrero has also now put his house up for sale. Yep. <laughs> so. Yeah, but didn't Brady just sign an extension? Yeah. It's it's a fake extension. Yeah, it's a raise. If really. you look at it, it bumps up his pay this year but he still has the option to be a free agent at the end of the year. It's not an extension whatsoever. He's he's taking the pay raise this year, and then he's leaving and leaving them with more cap space. That's probably just because he's like 54. Yeah, I think he just turned 43. <laughs> they're just they're just covering their bases. No, and he's done. And I also heard a tidbit that they're going to talk up Stidham quite or Stidham quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, he looked good in the. I mean, he looked good against fourth liners on the Lions, so. I don't know how much stock you can put into that, but he looked decent. Bill likes well, if he's him. Got, if he has a good preseason, and then Brady goes down for a couple of games in the beginning of the year, and he comes in and has awesome games, you'll trade him for fucking a boatload of draft picks and then do it all over again. We sure will. <laughs> Isn't that I think they do? trade Brady uh, that's this been, year. Uh, no, that's just a wrong opinion. Robert Kraft will never get rid of Tom Brady. Bill Belichick would love to get rid of Tom Brady. True. Bill wants so badly... Bill, like, I don't know if, it's how weird much being a Giants fan talking about your your front office. Yeah, like, so I have no idea. Yeah, so around here, it's you hear it a lot. It was a big thing when they traded Garoppolo. Bill Belichick was legitimately pissed because Kraft lets him handle all GM stuff. We don't. We've never had like a. We've never had a, a GM. It's always been Belichick, and that was the only time he put his foot down. He was like, "No, we're going with Brady." And Belichick was ready to move on. He was ready to be like, "Yeah, I like this Jimmy guy. He's really good." And so you could tell it's getting to the point. Belichick wants to be like, yeah, listen, I'm running out of time too. And I want to prove that this was me this whole time and not this motherfucker. And that it was my system. It is most (laughs) definitely egos at play. Yeah, there are. It's the thing that overweights anything. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, Boston media is just absurd. So I kind of just want stupid shit like this to keep happening. (laughs) You listen to sports talk radio all day, right? Tuba. Yeah, it gives Felger and Mess something to do for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Give them something to complain about. Mike! <laughs> Tom, Tom Brady put his house up for sale, Mike. <laughs> you, you got any? Guy, Mike. <laughs> guy stinks. <laughs> guy stinks. All right. Uh, in similar news to Tom Brady, the Arena Football Championship just happened, and the, the MVP was none other than Tom Grady. Tom Grady? Tom Grady. Arena Football Championship MVP. What team does he play for? I don't fucking know. He's in the Arena Football League. But he's the best a one, apparently. Yeah, the, the best. Well, you know what? Tampa wins mad arena championships, so that's why I'm asking. We used to have an arena football team. We got sure uh, what, Storm, dog. I've been to a- what was What was our... Manchester the, Wolves. The Manchester Wolves. That's right. Our our sociology teacher in high school played for them. Yes. <laughs> he was a fucking wide receiver was, was wide in the receiver. arena football team in our town. I got um <clears throat> I don't know if you guys would be old enough to remember and I don't mean that like I usually do. Yeah. Uh, in 2000, I want to say in 5 when West Virginia and USF were really good like in college football, the quarterback for USF that year was a guy named Matt Grothy, and he took them like the, I think they were ranked as high as second place in the nation that year. The yeah. motherfucker works at my work. Really? Yeah. 
He played in the Arena wow. League for like a hot second, and then he fucking got tired of chasing football, I guess. So now he does what I do. We just sell beer. That's so weird. Well, that's the thing is like only like two percent. There's a bobblehead of him on his boss's desk. That's so funny. It's fucked up. Well, dude. the thing is, all college athletes like only one percent of them go pro. It's like right. the rest of them. You can be a stud. Like, say you're at. Like, think of all the guys at Wichita State. They've been like they've been big names for a few years. You think Ron Baker's doing anything right now? Put some respect on Fred Van Vliet. <laughs> is he a, is he a Wichita guy? I think he's a Wichita guy. I That's, hope I didn't offend anybody. That sounds about right. That wrong. Shut up. It's like guys like that where they're big names for that tournament. And then they're gonna go work a desk job somewhere because, dude, that's that's just, that's, that's suicide shit, dude. And then there are guys like Fred Van Vliet that go on to win a championship somehow. Yeah, Van Vliet's awesome, dude. He's a good he's a good role player. <laughs> that's wild. Hey, he gives you just won me money on DraftKings a couple of times. What's his name, Chris? I want to look him up. What's that? What's his name? I want to look him up. Uh, the guy at my yeah. work, Matt Grothy. G R O E T H E. I'm just looking at how I think it's spelled, and I didn't get anything. Um, I got Matt Breda <laughs> somehow. <laughs> All right, I give up. That's super weird. <laughs> my um, uh-huh. one of my friends worked for the Florida Panthers, and she was like, "Yeah, Sean Thornton is my deskmate." <laughs> I was like, "I was like, like old Bruins, like it, like Bruiser, like the guy who just fought people on the Bruins for like eight years." She's like, "Yeah." <laughs> I was like, that's so fucking weird. That's bizarre. Yeah. Cubicle guy, Sean Thornton. Yeah. Um, Chandler Cantacero. That's tough. He has called it quits. He walked into the Jets front office and said, and I quote, after five years in the league, it's time to move on. I can't say I ever thought I would have been a kicker, but I'm thankful that kicking chose me. The fuck? <laughs> Did he like pound his fist together? <laughs> Kick life. Classic, uh, classic case of fake it till you make it. Uh, this bad, this one bad preseason game cost him two point three million dollars in what would have been contract money. Damn. So that that's tough. Uh, some big news, though. His replacement is none other. Tell me it then. No. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> What is your guess? Um, um, Roberto Aguayo. Oh, no, I like Roberto Aguayo, though. I forgot it is, for a second. <laughs> it is none other than Tuba's own Taylor Bertolette from the Salt Lake Stallions, baby. The AAF yeah. is back. All right. Planting the seed. Tuba's team it's was the plague. Salt Lake Stallions in our AAF bet. And now he's making a wave in the NFL. There's a bunch of players. Can I get from- money for a professional player? Is that part of the bet? Yeah, no, you're not getting any bin bin money Damn. back. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a bunch of players from the AAF that are getting signed now, though. It's been instead of like all undrafted, there's now it's like half undrafted and half are AAF guys. If you watch Hard Knocks, um, they have like four guys on the bubble who are AAF people. What team is it this year on Hard Knocks? It's the Raiders. Is it? <laughs> I canceled HBO after Game of Thrones, and I forgot. Same. About yeah, I wish I would kept it for a month. But I have. Do you have Amazon Prime? Uh-huh. Have you watched All or Nothing? No, I didn't know that was even a thing until I started watching the fucking boys, dude. I'm so anti Amazon Prime. I never. No. Fought. All or Nothing's been. Dude, I saw a Panthers thing or something. 
So All or Nothing's been pretty bad for a couple seasons, I will say. But the first season they did, it just has me invested in the show to where I'm going to watch it because I know the potential. They did they did Bruce Arians' Cardinals. It was uh-huh. David Johnson's, was it his rookie year? It was his breakout year. Whatever the year where he put up like 2,000 all-purpose yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it was Kurt Warner's last season, so it was just fun. I'll check it out. And Yeah, so if you go back, that, that was an entertaining as shit season. Watch the Cardinals one to get you into the show, and then it's almost like Hard Knocks. It just follows the team for an entire season, though, for this oh, one. For- the whole know. season. So like that that year they had guys they had like Calais Campbell who's a big personality Patrick Peterson Tyran Matthew tight yeah Fitz is there obviously yep so yeah all or nothing on Amazon Prime it's kind of like Hard Knocks I recommend go check it out right on Riley's recommendation of the week <laughs> but yeah shout out the Salt Lake Stallions Tuba you're making us proud with the AAF I appreciate it. <laughs> That's uh, literally probably the only time thing. anyone has ever shouted them out. <laughs> Shout out the Salt Lake Stallions. Subscribe We're a Salt Lake Stallions podcast. Hey, subscribe to our podcast. <laughs> Number one sports podcast in Salt Lake. <laughs> the SLSS, Salt Lake Stallions show. <laughs> uh, the Rich Paul rule has immediately been LeBronified. LeBron owns... The NBA. I was gonna say he has more power. <laughs> he has the gauntlet now. At this point, he just controls NBA laws too. So, to be want to explain what the Rich Paul rule was? So, this guy Rich Paul, right? Marketing genius. LeBron's agent happens to be. So that's why he got where he is at this point. Um, was pretty much they allowed. I don't know like the ins and outs of the the rules, but apparently, high school prospects were allowed to sign with agents or something like that through college and um have have agents represent them through college and apparently like rich paul got this kid like a seven million dollar intern i forget the number but it's like a millions of dollar internship at new balance just to just to be part of the company because he's his protege because obviously like you know he's getting the contract to be with new balance as soon as he gets drafted and yada 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 whenever it's legal and um like Rich Paul just started finessing the shit out of these companies and the NCAA getting these kids paid. And, um, and they pretty much like it's, it's, it comes down to the politics and economy of the NCAA. Like they're making too much money. They don't want to lose anything, even though they don't have to pay shit. It's companies paying their, their, uh, their athletes. But so they made this law because Rich Paul didn't go to college and didn't, doesn't have a degree in business, believe it or not. (laughs) Um, they made a law that you have to have a college degree of some sort, like of, uh, of, I think like two or four, four years, I believe, um, in business bachelor's degree. Yeah. Something that you have to have a degree in business and, uh, you have to pass a certain test and then yeah, pretty much LeBron just took to Twitter and unloaded on them. Like, I mean, like he took, he took every shot possible. Cause like, obviously like it's just, and a bunch of old white guys being pissed that somebody thought of something before they did. And it's like, it's exploiting their income and it like it, that's, that's pretty much what the NCAA reminds me of at this point is that's all it is. When you see their board meetings, that's it's literally people who don't care about anything, but lining their pockets. That's, that's my opinion on it. And that I, I support getting the players paid. I believe obviously they put themselves out there for way more than they're worth at the moment. To, I mean, yeah, just pay the players, to be honest. It's it's time. The payers are played. 
Oh, the NCAA players? Yeah. Some of those powerhouse yeah. schools, paid, paid like, especially with football. You know, like, well, well, I mean, like, like, just look at the college football, like Alabama. Look at Trevor Lawrence. Alabama. He has to go to school for two more years. Huh. <laughs> wow. Trevor Lawrence. He has to go to school for two more years. He's like, going to sell out Clemson for two more years and not going to dime. Yeah. Yeah. But but when he accepts a free cheeseburger, that's exploiting NCAA. Oh, but he's gonna get some sweet merch. Oh, I would yeah. get so much money in merch if they weren't paying me. There go. Oh, that's a nice sweatshirt. I want every color scheme. <laughs> Give it's me nice, every size. It's a nice pair of Air Maxes, Nike. Do you have some for every month? Yeah. I just want the uh, video yeah, game back. The NCAA. I just want NCAA football. Back. I know, dude. Oh my god, yes. I just want to put my guy from NCAA into Madden. Is that so hard to ask? Me, back on Madden, this is the first one I've gotten in a couple of years, and there's a half-assed version of NCAA integrated into the season. I heard people with the... Uh, they liked it opinion, because it was at least was something. something college. Yeah. I was going to say, is it like the prelude in 2K, where you had to play a couple college games? Yeah, you had to play like the Sweet okay. There's that on. in... The like the face of the franchise mode, like you have to you know select your your team on signing day, and then you got to play like the college yeah. football uh, final four or whatever. But then like even if you do a franchise part of your weekly shit, you know like where you run your practice and that part of that is you scout college players for the draft for the next year. So you got X amount of points that you got to use to scout guys and shit like you did yeah. in the whole game. And I'm like, why the fuck are they jerking me off with this, man? Just give me the goddamn game back. <laughs> But it's better than nothing, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I hate all these added features. I want what I want, Riley. I want football. <laughs> that's ultimate my, my mood. I've given up on the say, Red Sox, yeah. so that's just been my mood. My draft isn't until Sunday. Such an atrocity. So. This Sunday? Yep, this Shit, Sunday. I still got to wait two more weeks for mine. Oh, yeah. Big draft day, baby. Actually, I think I might have a draft tomorrow. <laughs> My uh, Big Mike is doing fantasy football for the first time Shout ever. Shout out to Big Mike. Yeah. I like it. He has zero clue. And he's in like he's in a league with really weird rules. They do super flex. It's three-man keeper auction. I was like, you're so fucked. He's like, well, will you help me? His draft's the same day as mine. I was like, no, I won't. I'm going to be drunk at Davis's. <laughs> <laughs> that was all me last year when we, we had him in the podcast league. He just picked all Falcons because he didn't know what he was doing. Yeah, I told that's all I told Big Mike was stop picking don't pick Tom Brady in the first round. He's like, Well he's like, Is just is DeAndre Hopkins that good? I was like, Yes, he's the best wide receiver in the league. He's like, he doesn't look that good. I was like, Okay. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. You're asking me for advice, I'm giving it to you. You're disagreeing despite only watching Patriots football. So. I won't take advice after asking for advice. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, shout out, shout out, Big Mike. I'm gonna be running eight teams this year because of him. <laughs> uh, Rashard Matthews just retired from the Saints. This is pretty breaking news. Oh yeah, yeah. So this is weird to me because this is one of those guys. I'm finally getting old enough to where I've fo- I've followed the NFL closer than any other league, and I'm starting to see entire careers for like pretty prominent guys, and that's weird for me. Because when I saw this, I remember when he was the stud rookie like supposed to be and then he fell into like a slot role behind Jarvis Landry and he was always the person with a ton of potential it's it's just weird to me that I've, I'm now starting to see entire careers of decently long careers and fully played out you're getting older Riley I'm getting older man I don't like it I don't like it one bit ripe old 22 
ripe old, almost almost 23 not really um what do you got on these receivers am i rushing you? these receivers am i rushing you? no we're good no 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 we, i got two topics left what do you got uh t- you might have more on this daniel cormier wants john jones or just retirement that's it he wants john jones again or he's gonna retire what fucking what who, who to get his ass last, beat again i don't know in the last fight john jones wins every fight because he is miles beyond daniel cormier Daniel Cormier would would be Bone. the top guy if Jones didn't. Exist. Yeah, exactly. Daniel yeah, Cormier is miles beyond everybody else, yeah, exactly. but then John Jones is miles ahead of him. Right. Just and it's like I don't know what you're going to gain out of this. Do you want to get one more? Because like, there's the chance that he'll probably do something stupid with drugs. So maybe you can get one more shot at his reputation to try to make him look better in the all time thing. Like, yeah. No, just put I don't know. dress shirt on and go sit and talk on Fox. Yep, that's exactly. I like how it's like, oh, this or retirement. Okay, right, see you. Bye. <laughs> yeah, all right. Peace. Do the right thing, Dan. Yeah. Uh, NBA schedule came out today. Uh, we got some big games. Tubi, you're the NBA guy. What are you most excited for? Lakers, Pelicans. Lakers, Pelicans? I don't even see Day before one. Thanksgiving. Lakers at Pelicans. AD's return to New Orleans after demanding out. Also, go. LeBron versus Zion. Also, the Lakers versus Lonzo, Kuzma, or Alonzo uh, Ingram. Oh, yeah, um, just the revenge game Yeah, for just a few like people. a whole bunch of revenge going on in there. There's about to be bad blood. I expect a lot of chippiness. It's it's definitely going to be a good game. LeVar's gone full Cajun by that point. So. Honestly, <laughs> big Bayou baller. <laughs> big Bayou brand. <laughs> I can see Le- I can see Lavar Ball on a boat shooting gators. That's totally a Lavar Ball thing to do. Jesus, I want to see Brooklyn Nets at Boston Celtics. Also, the day before Thanksgiving, that day is going to be loaded with drama. The Kyrie, the Kyrie revenge game. What do you have on Christmas Day? Christmas Day is. I didn't see a ton I loved on Christmas Day. No, no, I don't know what they are. This thing's not showing them. Oh, here we go. Christmas Day matchups. Uh, we got the Lakers and Clippers. That's a good one. Lakers, Clippers, battle, battle for LA. It's I mean, not like that much of a battle. It's the Clippers city. <laughs> but you, you honestly don't know. You don't know because you sure do. How you've never seen LeBron and AD play? I don't care because I've seen Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and Patrick Beverly and everyone else on that team play. I'm just you're you're Lou undermining. Will. LeBron and AD's defensive abilities. Uh, yeah, against I the two best top, defenders in the league. You're bo- right. I think they're both top three at their position defensively. AD, considering LeBron James is, old. is number one, I still think LeBron, when he wants to be, is a top three defender at the position. Yeah, you know who he's behind in that position? Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. I think Kevin Durant's a better defender than Paul George. Kevin Durant doesn't have it. a leg right now, so you're wrong. That's that's uh, true. You know what? Valid point. Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> He's in crutches. Can't clamp yeah. up. Uh, the Rockets Warriors. That one's that's that, gonna that be a good to be, one. Used to be a good matchup. Russ, Russ and Curry always go back and forth at each other. It's it's always good games. Uh, Russ is a those. rocket. Doesn't look right. It doesn't sound it right. It really just doesn't make. Have you sense. seen him in the jersey? It's not good. Yes, no, it doesn't not look a good, right. Not a good look anyway. So, yeah, but he doesn't yeah. look good in standard colors. He needs like bright and flamboyant a little. Oh, uh, we got the Celtics wrapped. Why does he need bright and flamboyant? Very. That's his fashion. He likes. Yeah, that. he's a fashion. He's like the fashion he's guy. That's his thing. 
Yeah. Chris, why are you trying to make the G-tier. assumption that I'm using the word flamboyant for gay? Huh, Chris? Because <laughs> that's just what I was doing, Riles. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get into these fucking wide receivers. We got some bad ones. There's some bad ones. I'm not going to spend too much time on the bad ones. How do you feel about the Cardinals? Because this is a very interesting wide receiver group. They have the rookie in Kyler, who's barely over five feet tall. It's Christian Kirk is listed as their one. He's listed as 34th overall in the league, shortly behind Larry Fitz at 41. Kirk's very good, but I don't know if I'm sold on him yet. I'm ready for Kevin White's breakout year. Is Kevin White on this team? Holy shit. (laughs) He's still a rookie. (laughs) (laughs) Rookie of the year. Dude, he's in year five, and he's a rookie. (laughs) He doesn't play ever. He redshirted in the NFL. I'm more I'm, no, dude. He's ready for draft number two. He's gone through his college years. I'm warming up to Arizona. Like I, 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 w- I wasn't really as high on them as an offense as everybody else was a couple of weeks ago. But I'm, I'm kind of warming yeah. up to the idea. I like Kurt because I mean, you don't really have to spend a lot to get him. You know, he's like you can get him in like the sixth. You know, yeah. That's not really. I mean, that's still semi high. But I mean, like if, if he doesn't do anything, I mean, you're really not out much. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know what to expect from him. That's where I have a tough time picking him. Is he could be very good, and I would still be like, yeah, like yeah, he's Christian Kirk. Okay, he doesn't have the name yet. Well, no, obviously, I'm not. not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sold till the name. He doesn't have the right name, and I'm not sold till you got a good name. All right, Atlanta Falcons, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley in year two, and Sanu hopefully there around all season. They have a guy named Aladi. Ala. <laughs> Do it. Olamita Zacchaeus. Wow. That's old test. Yeah. Wide receiver wide receiver one. Uh wide receiver rank two thirteen. <laughs> Put him at number one. Yep. They also have a running back named Ricky Ortiz. That's a good name. It's a baseball name. It's simple. It is a baseball name. Uh how you feeling? Cal- Calvin Ridley. I think that's the biggest what if for this uh for this team. He's the one that I would probably have access to because I'm not where I where I'm drafting ninth, so I don't really have access to Julio. Not to say that I would want him if he was there. You know what I mean? Because he doesn't score touchdowns, and that's not who you want out of your first round pick. But Ridley in say the third or the fourth. I mean, I might be tempted on that. I yeah. oh, you first. Yeah. So there's something about Julio this season that I could just see snapping absolutely snapping for like 2000 yards with 18 touchdowns. I don't know what it is. That's a bold fucking call. I, Jesus. I could just see it happening. Legis- legitimately I'm I'll, I'll put it on. Julio Jones is going for 17, 15, 18 touchdowns. Is year. that a book? Are we booking it? Uh no, this is sports dramasing. <laughs> That's where you say I'm, outlandish shit that's never going to come true, but on the off chance it does, you get to tweet about it. And if the off chance it doesn't, you get old take exposed on Dunta. <laughs> Dude, I've I've gambled on Julio a lot in in daily, and when he's in the spots where he's supposed to blow up and erupt, he just never does. He's let me down more than just about any player, you know. And I love him. I love him to death. I mean, he's he's huge. He's you know totally got the tools physically. He just he should be the best player in the league. Every exactly. Do it. Exactly. Yeah. It's upsetting, too, because, like, I see Calvin Ridley has the talent to be a wide receiver one on just about any other team, 
but it's like one of the no, facts. No, see, that I think he's he fits in as the five. two. I think the two is the correct role for enough, him. He has enough talent, but that's what makes him a great number two. Is obviously I see him the same way I see Sterling Shepard. Very exactly. good, yep. not a one. Mm. No, I, I see. I, I mean, like on any other team, but in fantasy, obviously, he's a wide receiver too. Yeah, they're flex. No yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, these next two teams, I'm just gonna read them and then we're gonna move on. <laughs> they're real bad. Baltimore Ravens, Marquise Brown, Willie Sneed, Miles Boykin, Chris Moore, Seth Roberts, Jaleel Scott, and Michael Floyd still on the depth chart. Dude, don't sleep on Seth Roberts. That guy I like because it always looks like he has little. It looks like he has poop out of his hair. They look like little sausage casings. Fill, like just That's his totally hair. the basis to judge a uh, talented right, wide receiver. Yeah. <laughs> Bingo. Is All that right. Madden stat? The Buffalo Bills. John Brown is their number one receiver. I repeat, John Brown. Cole Beasley, the, baby. Nope, he's their four. Uh, no. Number two. Robert Foster. And Zay Jones, I kind of like Zay Jones. Zay, Zay Jones, I'm I'm high on Zay Jones if he stays healthy. Josh Allen, the man who will be way better than uh, <laughs> Sam Darnold. Whoa! <laughs> no, that's just to piss Adam Simmons. I was gonna say off. first you call out LeBron, and now you're calling out Darnold. Jesus Christ, you're trying to fucking have New Jersey erupt on you. Uh, listen, I went down and won a Super Bowl in New Jersey like three months ago, so I own that state for a little bit. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. This is a very this is a much more tempting and interesting wide receiver group. The Carolina Panthers. They got DJ Moore at one, Curtis Samuel at two, Chris Hogan at three, and then they have an array of those like Brandon LaFell type players. Uh Jarius Wright, Tory Smith, Terry Godwin. No idea who that one is, and then Aldrick Robinson. I didn't Lord know Tory Smith. Robinson? I didn't know Tory Smith On was still in the league. I'll be honest. DJ Moore. Definitely a a draft steal, in my opinion. Obviously, because well, I think everyone thinks that, which is raising his value, which is going to make him a an overdrafted player. So he's an interesting so. case. I think Chris Hogan. That's that's an interesting. Obviously, it's a new new team. So hey, I, did you know he played lacrosse? Did Bill Belichick draft him because hey, of that? Hey, did you know he played lacrosse? Because I think everyone who's ever watched a broadcast knows he plays lacrosse. Because that's <laughs> all you they Chris talk Collinsworth? about. Collinsworth. I'm Chris Collinsworth. Oh nice. God, he's the worst. I, I don't know, Chris. I don't know. He's pretty close to the goal line, Chris. I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. That's me. It's Tony Romo. God. In case you didn't know. I don't know, Jim. Jim, uh, uh, I don't. Uh, I don't know how this was gonna go, Jim. Tasmanian devil. Uh. <laughs> uh, all right, Chicago Bears. How you feeling? You have a weird. You're deep as shit, but no one's that good. I hope Allen Robinson returns to form. That would make me yeah, happy. Yeah. Allen Robinson's got potential to blow up, and I'm picking him in the fifth. I've been picking I mean, him in every mock draft. So, me too. Yep. And, and I'm also picking Trubisky in like the 13th to pair with him because I'm real big on pairing my, my quarterback with at least my tight end or one of my receivers. Oh, yeah, you get that good double-double week. Do you believe in PPR? That Do you believe in that for PPR or for standard? Standard's not a thing anymore. Yeah, people don't play standard. Okay. All right, <laughs> it's just it's just simply not. No, nah, standards not. We're going super crazy now. We're we're playing in the Adam Simmons league where you get seventy points for a touchdown. I fucking hate his league. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know how to draft for it. I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. So what is it? Quarterbacks are worth way more than everyone else, right? 
he said that scores of the game can be like 900 to fucking 860, dude. I don't know what to do with that. What do you do with that? I don't know. I don't like it, though. I'll tell you that much. Uh, Alan Robinson, Anthony Miller, is he in year two? Anthony Miller, I don't know, two or three. Two or, okay. Two or three. He's kind of the coming out season, though, hopefully. Uh, we shall see. Yeah. I like Taylor Gabriel, okay. though, late. I like Taylor Gabriel a lot, too. You have Cordell Patterson. He's going to fumble a lot of balls for you, and he'll never do anything on the offensive but, end. No, but he'll, he'll return like seven or eight kicks, that's, and you'll yeah, love him. That's, yeah. he's, a, he's, yeah. he's special teams. He's not going to see Yeah, he's, he's not going to see He's your new shitty Devin, Devin Hester. Hester. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Don't give him a junior. He doesn't deserve a junior. He gets a shitty before. junior. <laughs> All right, Cincinnati Bengals. Tyler Boyd is listed above A.J. Green right now. I think that's hilarious. 26 and 29, so close. But A.J. Green's a man who is going top five in fantasy drafts for like a six-year span as early as three years ago. Mm -hmm. And I think he's just been Dalton, you know? This year, the injury kind of takes a little shot. He's only out. He's out a week. A week? I thought he was going to be out like four to six. No, right now it's he should be back week two. Is it still the Achilles? The Achilles, that injury, right? I can click it. Let's see. <laughs> I was gonna say because if it's the Achilles, that's still an injury. I'm I'm worried about with a guy who uses. I mean, like uh, he's out for one to three weeks after an ankle injury, so his stock has dropped. Uh, yeah, I would take a chance on him. He's, he's I so I'm yeah. able to get him in the sixth right now. That's or no, in the that's fifth. Late as fuck. Exactly, and he's a he's a top two player. Think about how oh, shitty yeah. they're going to be. They're going to be behind a lot, so he's going to be in plus game scripts. You know where they're going to be throwing the fucking ball. You know what sucks is they have really talented skill positions. Like they have Joe Mixon and Giovanni Bernard. They have Tyler Boyd, AJ Green, and John Ross. Could he's good <laughs> if he stays healthy. He's he's fast. Yeah, he's fast. Tyler Hot Tyler Eifert and CJ Azuma. Like they have talent. And then Andy Dalton's just a fucking big dumb. So. A big dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the one everyone's talking about, Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, Antonio Callaway, Rashad Higgins. They also have this new guy. Did you see this? He returned a punt. No. He lied and conned his way onto the practice team. How? He was a homeless dude pretty much, right? Yeah. And he conned his way. Pretty much he for, he conned his way into getting a tryout. Was like, yeah, I'm really fucking fast. And then he returned to punt for a touchdown in the preseason game. He's got a wild name. Did he get a spot because of that? He might. Yeah, let me see. Brown's punt returner story. Uh, his name, I know his, his name is Damon Sheehy Gazeppi. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, Damon Sheehy Gazeppi. It's great. Oh, Gazeppi. Uh, well, I guess so. Antonio Callaway is suspended. So that helps. Jeez, they're calling him Sheehy now. His chances. <laughs> but yeah, so he, that's cool. How are you feeling about these Browns, uh, specifically the receivers? I, I, I mean, we touched on this last time a little bit. I like Jarvis yeah. just because they have such a shitty line, and they're gonna, you know, probably still throw it pretty short. Um, and and I'm not gonna have access to Odell where I pick in my draft, so I'm not really concerned with Odell. I mean, think he'll do he'll do Odell things, you know, but he's just too inconsistent for me to trust as a fantasy receiver. See, I'm the opposite where I like Odell and I don't like Jarvis this season. That's that's what my thought process is. Like I'm in the position where I'm looking at Odell as my possible first or se- early second pick. You're not um, getting him in the second round. No, most definitely not. So probably first yeah. between <laughs> you and I. 
as a Giants fan, that's still heartbroken. <laughs> um, yeah, I st- I believe in Odell this year. I think him and Baker are going to develop a really good chemistry. I know that's easy to say on. Yeah, paper those two just like thing happens. They can just be fun. Looks, it it looks, seems right. It looks like a, a, a like a <laughs> more modern version of Brady Moss type thing. Like you have like the two playmaking like draws, like the big ticket. Uh, ticket sellers. It, it's Brady and Moss if both Brady and Moss were Terrell Owens. <laughs> exactly. But, I mean, like, you still see the plenty of competitiveness in Baker Mayfield. So, oh, yeah. I mean, he, he can definitely keep that team on track. I believe he's the type of leader to keep those personalities in check. Oh, yeah. All right. So, these Dallas Cowboys, interesting group. Amari Cooper just got paid. I like I like Cooper. Uh, I like Cooper. He yeah. burned me way too much I, in Oakland, but as soon as he got to Dallas, he was he was nothing but good for me. Exactly. That's we had, we had a friend who Amari Cooper got traded three times in a season between different teams, and this what and Amari Cooper that season had three different games where he put up like forty points. The rest of the year he put up like three points a game, but he had three games where he went like three touchdowns, and this one kid. Got Amari Cooper th- forty bombed three times. Producer in the same Stu, season. was it Stu? Plunge producer Stu got yeah. Amari Cooper forty bombed three just times the way in the season. Worked out, and it was it's a stat. It's it was just how the schedules worked out, and where the guy where he just kept getting traded and like throughout the season. Didn't didn't Bin Bin have Julio on his team the day he dropped the fifty bomb on producer Stu? Producer Stu has bad luck in fantasy football, but he wins, which is stupid. Yeah, I mean, he's our current champion, which is a fucking joke. Wow. <laughs> Drafting, drafting. No, it sucks. So for again. our league, our ch- the champion gets to play in the draft. Now Stu's an anxiety-ridden little fuck who won't plan a draft, and he doesn't drink or do anything, so he refused to plan anything. We so now we had to all pick up the pieces because we like to put the name on the draft. Like, oh, remember, like Riley's draft was fucking sick. That was the year he won, but he put on a sick draft after. And Stu's being a little bitch, so we had to pick up all the pieces. It's like Stu is literally the epitome of if anybody ever asked me to compare him to a movie character it's the bench warmers guy who's scared of sunscreen <laughs> nick swardson's character it's quite literally it howie like, i don't remember his name but it's no. quite literally like how this game yeah all right sometimes. amari cooper michael gallup i like a lot i thought he was gonna be the number one last year then it didn't work out he was still kind of had those rookie hands and whatnot but uh, now paired with Randall Cobb as well, I think to take some pressure off. This could be interesting. Jason Witten's back, a nice veteran in the room. <laughs> Don't expect anything out of Witten. Um, if Randall Cobb stays healthy, man, I mean, like he's got potential to do good things too. The the, the bitch of this mm-hmm. Dallas team is, and I'm not I'm not a Cowboys fan or anything. Um, I did pick them to win no. that division, but the bitch of this 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 Cowboys team is is they're going to do well, and it's going to make Dak Prescott look better than he is, and he's going to get paid, and it's going to fuck that team up for years. Yeah, we actually were just talking about that today, like the forty he, million. He turned just... down thirty million, Dak. Yeah, you see that? Probably because he knows he's about to ball the fuck down... out, dude. <laughs> but is he? I don't think he has the track record to be like, yeah, I'm going to ball out. Like, he, yeah. yeah, that's a really big bet on yourself, but it is a big payout if he pays off, obviously. so I don't know. That's too many too many pays in one sentence. I apologize. <laughs> um, the Broncos are scary. We're not spending too much time there. Do you have any faith in any of these between their three? Emmanuel Sanders. So Cortland Sutton, Emmanuel Sanders, and Deshaun Hamilton. I like Hamilton. Cortland Sutton. I just don't like him with, with Flacco. If if they had a better quarterback, I would be all over all over Cortland Sutton. 
that's what I mean is Emmanuel Sanders is a deep ball guy. So I feel like Flacco and Emmanuel wait, Sanders wait, wait, will... Wait, 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 wait. What? I saw, I saw Emmanuel Sanders get plenty of deep touchdowns last yeah, year. Yeah, I've seen Randall Cobb get deep touchdowns too. It doesn't mean he's not a slant. He's not a, like a slot receiver. I know, receiver. but he's a fast receiver who can get downfield. That's what Joe Flacco thrives on. He made a career oh, Flacco, out of it. Yeah, Flacco just throws it up and he gets a pass interference. It's the Flacco <laughs> bomb, notoriously known. I am not wacko for Flacco. I'm not l- l- liking anything on this team. No, there's nothing. They're running back room. They just got just Theo Riddick too, by the way. Wow. Yeah, and he's out now. So, <laughs> but they have Andy. They have Andy Janovich, fullback extraordinaire. You got to be a good fullback to be listed on the running back depth chart. That's Shout all I'm saying. All right, another team that's pretty fucking terrifying. Uh, Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, and Danny Amendola at the Detroit Lions. Another, this is like another uh, another Bengals team because they're going to be really bad and they're going to be behind and they're going to be yep. throwing it. And Stafford has a big arm and he's going to be winging it all over. And look at last year, dude. Galladay is like the most unluckiest receiver in the NFL last year. So if he can if he can land yeah. on the right side of uh, a variance this year, man. I mean, like I I want him. If I can get him, I want Galladay. Plus Marvin Jones, dude. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter how old he is or you know what's going on. Marvin Jones always fucking produces too. I was gonna say he Marvin makes jo- one catch a year that makes you it's it's usually on Thanksgiving and you're just like what the fuck? He just makes a stupidly athletic play once a year that will be like in the top ten catches. What are you saying too? <laughs> I was just saying Marvin Jones has been money since I've like I picked him up the past couple of years off waiver wires late in this or like early after the draft, but haven't played him till late in the season. But those late season games are when he goes off and Stafford just seemed to connect and he's putting up like 17, 18 points a game. See, I'm only interested in Marvin Jones when I have to make the decision between playing him or Golden Tate and then I inevitably pick the wrong one. (laughs) So so the struggle every single time you have one of them, you're like, I'm going to play Tate this week. And then Marvin Jones goes off for three touchdowns. All right. Green Bay Packers, I love their wide receiver room. Devontae Adams, Geronimo Allison, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Aquain Amenius, St. Brown, uh, Jawan, Jamon Moore, Tr- Jawil Davis. <laughs> Jamon, Jawil, Jawi should talk about these wide receivers. J- are you pointing at Jay Sternberger? That's a tight end. We're not talking tight Sternberger. ends. Sternberger, big tight end name. Um. Rogers running out of time to win another Super Bowl. <laughs> I think he's gonna. I think you'll see Valdez Scandling take a huge leap in stock. I think he's gonna break out as obviously the number two on that team. Yeah, I see him over Geronimo That's Allison. The, the thing is, he doesn't have a good name. It's why I'll never believe in Juju Smith Schuster. I will never fuck with a hyphen name. I won't ever do Dude, it. I love that. Won't. That's I love that about you. That's awesome. That goes back. Okay for will, me with Michael Kidd Gilchrist way back in the day, dude. Fuck a hyphen. Yep. I will never fuck with a hyphen name. I don't care who Michael you are, Carter how good Williams, you're looking. Michael Kidd Gilchrist. <laughs> yeah, they're bad. Never no, fuck no with good, a dash. No good. Haha Clinton Dix was good for one season, and then they're like, wait, this motherfucker has a hyphen name, and then he, got, he went bad again. They weren't even good enough for their parents to stay together and love them, so how can they be... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Shots fired at Marquez Valdez-Scantling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. This guy spells Vincent V-Y-N. <laughs> Vincent Vaughn. 
Uh, Houston Texans, DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fuller, Kiki Kuti, uh, DeAndre Carter, and Vincent Smith with a Y. <laughs> emphasis on the Y. And emphasis on no Donta. Will Fuller is the biggest wild card in fantasy football history, I feel like, dude. Like, that that guy has the biggest games, but then he also has the biggest drop-offs, too, at the same time. I've already, well, he doesn't have drop-offs. He gets out. He's just injured for the season. Him. So I've already announced I'm big on Will Fuller. Me, me too. And and I'm even – a lot of people are getting big on Will Fuller, so he's going quicker than he should. So I've kind of warmed up yeah. to Cootie. I think – I think. Ooh. Yeah. I like yeah, I just picked him in a I couple think it, mocks all, today. all signs point back to Deshaun Watson snapping this year. It's, it's, yeah. That's one of those offenses you want a piece of, man. Like you want a piece of yep. Kansas City. Most you want definitely. a piece of Cleveland. You want a piece of Houston. You know, if you can, if you can hap, have it, I mean, they're going to be great offenses. Guys – Breaking news. I didn't even know this beforehand. New to the Indianapolis Colts running back room. Donta Foreman. <gasps> Donta. <laughs> this, Donta. this episode has been a, wa- a fucking roller coaster of emotions. This is Donta. You've seen Riley's lows and Riley's highs <laughs> all in one episode. What a fucking running back room. Right now it's Marlon Mack, Naomi Hines, Donta Foreman, Jordan Wilkins, Spencer Ware, and Jonathan Williams. Biggest question. Who gets the ball during garbage time out of those guys? They have five like capable running backs. Spencer Ware probably won't make the team, though. No, I thought you can't keep five running backs. What a, He'll get what a shame. Up, though, I feel like I feel like he just a- missed the cut on paydays for running backs and then just died. He just died. It's broke that. You're like, line, hey, dude. like, hey, man. We're going to put you on the best offense of all time in the running back position. They're going to do great. He's like, oh, tell me more. They're like, oh, yeah, no, you're going to snap your leg, and then a child <laughs> abuser and woman kicker is going to take your spot. A woman kicker? <laughs> like, Not to be mistaken kicker. with the football kicker. <laughs> All right. Uh, so they have T.Y. Hilton and Devin Funches. That's what it comes down to. Paris Campbell, he's a rookie like who's him. a pretty – he's a big name. Is he A&M? Mm, I, I, I want to say he's A&M, I don't know uh, but he's a stud. He's could be he, there. I haven't heard a lot of rookies for this year. He's from Ohio State. I haven't heard of a lot of rookies this year at the receiver position. I've heard of all the the running back guys, but I haven't heard of a lot of receivers. So we might that might be our next week's episode, possibly. He's I think he's, he's one to watch. Uh, he's 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 um he's he's going to be behind Funches though. I mean just in terms of targets and but that's not a bad spot to be in yeah but like look at their tight end game even though too man like with with ebron and then uh fucking jack doyle Doyle. yeah Yeah. i mean ebron and funches kind of are similar builds too they're like big body receivers you know so i mean it's gonna have you're gonna have to wait and see how that plays out i don't know if i want to take a chance on him but I, i mean i like the potential all right heading over to jacksonville the bane of their existence Ever since they drafted Justin Blackman, they have just not been able to get it right. They got D.D. Westbrook, Marquise Lee, D.J. Chark, Keelan Cole, Chris Conley, and Terrell Pryor. I don't think D.D. Westbrook is that bad. I think D.D. Westbrook's very good, but he's he's not a wide receiver one. I, Yeah, you're definitely right with that, (laughs) first off. But I definitely wouldn't. It just have to be the right round, to be honest with you, for him. That's just Well, he's got big Nick throwing now, too. Bortles is gone. Yeah, I'm oh, hoping true, that changes true. it up for the whole team. I'm hoping that opens up Fournette a little bit, and it just—it's not going to be a huge upgrade, but it's a little bit. 
You have somebody who's able to run a system, not Blake Bortles. That's like the the, the less good Brett Favre, you know, that just wants to get out and wing it as far as he can. And he'll throw three touchdowns, but he'll throw five interceptions. Oh, yeah. Tuba knows all about that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Giants fan degenerate. Uh, <laughs> all right. Kansas, I'm an addict. Kansas City. They got some fantastic names beyond the guys who are good. Um, so obviously Tyreek Hill. Beyond that, Sammy Watkins. And then ready, they have Miko Hardman. That's that's their wide receiver three. You have to say it like that too. Yeah, it's me. It's it's Miko. Miko. It's Miko. M E C O L E. Miko Hardman. <laughs> uh, Demarcus Robinson. Byron Pringle. That's an all timer. Pringles. Byron Pringle, uh, Garrick Dieter, and Marcus Kemp. Now it's not as funny, but the others. So if you're not Tyreek Hill, then I mean, stay the you really fuck don't. away. Yeah, they have Travis Kelsey. They're good. Set blocks. What? Essentially, that's that's all their job is. If you're oh, not yeah. Tyreek Hill, just set blocks. Yeah, let him run just really far. That's unfortunate for Sammy Watkins because he uh, he had potential too coming in, and he's just kind of had a string of bad. I mean, yeah, I guess he, he lost me when he cut his hair. I'm going to be honest. Hurt, and then he just kind of never like went back down to the build he was at Clemson. He kind of just got like he gained weight. And he I feel like he's the back there now, though. It. I feel like he's finally back in, in shape. It. Yeah. He's in shape now, so I'm, I'm excited. Good but he him, lost man. the hair. That was his thing. Because mm. I, I, I used to be able to look at him and be like, ah, skin, skinny Kelvin Benjamin, fat Kelvin Benjamin. And I could just, that's how it was. He was never Sammy Watkins. He was skinny Kelvin Benjamin. Damn. <laughs> yeah. All right, the Chargers, uh, they have a very intriguing wide receiver group. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and Travis Benjamin. I would. I mean, Benjamin's a free agent. You're never going to draft him. Um, True. Mike Mike Williams is interesting mid round. I mean, like the top tier guys are the top tier guys. You know, I mean, Keenan Allen's yeah. Keenan Allen. If you guys, Keenan Allen's getting a little slept on lately, though. I've been able to get him easily in the second round. Yeah, that's on uh, my way back down the snake. That's about where he, where he's landing, like top top yeah. to mid second. Yeah, I think he's just one of those guys though that's injury ridden. So people don't necessarily jump so quickly to get him. Obviously it's a running back first league. So obviously yeah. the wide receivers are going to fall off and uh grade to scale technically with their value. So yeah. Uh, all right. This, this is where it gets fun. The Rams have Brandon cooks, Robert Woods, Cooper cup, and Josh Reynolds. They have all of them. Their rankings are 15, 16, and 21. All, any of them. I mean, like, uh, there's not a wrong answer there. I particularly am fond of Cooper Cup, and that's just my preference just because he's been good to me. But uh, all three of them are good. So Stewie claims that Robert Woods is what won him a championship because I think he put up 16 points in every single matchup. I disagree, though. I think it's George Kittle and... Zach Ertz. All right. Well, you're talking um, about individual teams. No one cares about that. Oh, true. But yeah, Robert Woods put up like 16 points at least every single week. Mm-hmm. And that goes a long fucking way. In PPR, at least. Well, and I mean, like they, so. they throw those short to intermediate routes, too. That's why when Cooper Cup went down, Reynolds was, he like stepped right in and he, he picked it right up. Like they throw that, that middle of the field shit. I mean, wh- when Cooks gets doubled on the outside, where are you going to go? You know, you got Woods and, and Cup running underneath and Gurley. Yep. 
Uh, we don't need to spend any time on these Dolphins. They're going to win a game and a half. I can win a half a game. <laughs> they're going to tie the Giants. Yeah, they're going to tie themselves. <laughs> um, all right, an even more intriguing one. Instead of 15, 16, 21, we got 13 and 14, which is Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs. I think that's perfect that they're literally next to each other. Um, I have been a Thielen hater my entire life, and it pisses me off because he just always does amazing things and puts up huge stats, and I still am just fully convinced he's not as good. I see where you're coming from, but he does good things. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the thing is he everything he does proves me wrong. He doesn't. He proves me wrong every time. What, what you're looking at is like probably where he was drafted. He doesn't have the pedigree. He's a fucking. All right, you know, no, I'm looking at it. He's a white guy, and Stephon Diggs is a black guy. Let's be honest here. He's little. Though. And if, Diggs is little, man. He's not your prototypical receiver, man. But. He's got a soft spot for me because he has won me some money, dude. And I'm a fucking, I'm a scumbag, dude. And I remember who wins me money. And in week five, two years ago, he won me a lot of fucking money. So I'm, I'm big on digs. Uh, the Patriots have the biggest wide receiver room I've seen on this list. And that's not, oh no, that is including Josh Gordon. Uh, it's Julian Edelman, Nikhil Harry, Philip Dorsett, Demarius Thomas, Josh Gordon, Cam Meredith, Maurice Harris, Dontrell Immen, Jacoby Myers, Braxton Berrios, and Matthew Slater. Cameron Meredith is an interesting name on that depth chart. He makes the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I don't see. I don't think he does make the team. We have Demarius Thomas for a bit. He's injured right now, so he doesn't take up a roster spot. They want. Oh, I forgot you had him. <laughs> what? Gee, I forgot they had Demarius Thomas on the team. Oh yeah, just a mental lapse. Oh wow. yeah. The man himself, Jesus Demarius Christ. Thomas. This man was a stud, third round pick, like second round pick, like a year and a half ago. I was gonna say that was Peyton Manning's yeah. favorite target. Oh, yeah. I like I like Edelman in the third. I've been picking him a lot in my uh, in my mocks. Um, yeah. The problem is, is that you don't. If you go running back, running back, and he's your first receiver, though, I don't feel super awesome about that. But I mean, if you're not picking a receiver until the third round anyway, no matter who you get, it's probably not you're not going to feel super awesome about. So you might as well take somebody on the Patriots because that's again that's one of those offenses where you know he's going to get fed, especially not having Gronk. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. Is I've been going with a risky draft method right now, where I'm going Todd Gurley, Dalvin Cook, Damian Williams. And then I don't like any of the wide receivers in the fourth, so I've just been taking Mahomes, which means my running. I'm not taking a wide receiver till the fifth and sixth round. Yeah, but that's the one, not the one position. I, I I like to wait for quarterbacks too, but I mean, like wide receiver, you can wait and you can still get decent guys. They're they're not going to be the name guys, but you can get guys that are going to produce. Well. They kind of are the name guys. In the fifth right now, I'm getting Allen Robinson or A.J. Green. I was going to say in, A.J. Green. Or D.J. Moore. And in the sixth, I'm getting Robbie Anderson every time. Not in love with Robbie so Anderson, like, but I mean like um, – But as a wide receiver, too, uh, in the fit, in the sixth round, Darnold's I don't hate it. number one target, too. Yeah. Well, besides Bell, obviously, but that's a different story. Yeah, I don't hate it. I kinda, I've kind of i sold myself on my draft theory that I'm going with. Swinging for the fences with guys who have – Aren't Why don't you just pick all Chiefs? Pick Kelsey in the first. Pick fucking pick or no? Pick Tyreek Hill in the first. Tyreek Hill in the first. Kelsey in the second. Uh, I can't get both you of them. That's to. the you thing. You gotta find a way. Trade Tuba. <laughs> trade me your pick. <laughs> we're talking. You, we're talking trade right now. Only if you guarantee that you're gonna pick Kelsey. That has to be on the uh, deal on the contract. I'll just Tuba. I'll just give you my first round pick in return for your second. Well, no, we'll swap. We'll swap first, and then we'll swap seconds. He's a, Pretty much, I want your pick for Don't the first two rounds. Don't trust him behind that desk. Look at him. He's up to no good. He's up to no fucking <laughs> yeah, good. 
<laughs> Wait, no, this is for a joke anyway. I don't want all the Chiefs. Fuck you. Chris. You do. You do. Uh, Michael Thomas, and then he's got Trey. It's pretty tough behind him. This might be the, the Breeze regression year just because it's Michael Thomas and then Traquan Smith, Ted Ginn, Keith Kirkwood, and a guy named Lil Jordan Humphrey. They did not put Lil on there. It's the best name. His name is L-I-L apostrophe Jordan Humphrey. His first name is no, Lil Jordan. That's not real. That's yes. not fucking real. Tuba, Tuba, can you God. confirm Lil, Lil Jordan Humphrey? I'm, I'm seeing you with that one. He doesn't have a photo, so I can't help I'll, you he's here. He's a but... 2K player. Just <laughs> is he a rookie? He's from, he's from Texas. Is he a rookie? Lil Jordan. A sound, there's a SoundCloud link in his bio. His projected stats are zero all around the park. Oh, Shout out Tom Lil Jordan. Break. You think we could get him on the show? I feel like we could. <laughs> Why not? What else is he doing? Yeah, 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 what up, Lil Jordan? Yeah, he's working a fucking Budweiser in, in Fort Worth. All The Giants, they have Sterling Shepard. That's it. They don't have a wide receiver because they they're either know. injured or suspended. Even when they're not, dude. Sterling Shepard and Golden Tate are like fucking mid- middle. Like, they don't have a deep threat. Can Eli not throw anymore? No, I don't think so. I don't think he has been able to for quite some time. <laughs> uh, we're gonna like, they're gonna throw it. They're gonna throw it. Fucking eight yards to Sterling Shepard, or fucking ten yards to Golden Tate, or two yards to Saquon. That's the game plan every fucking game, right? Dink and dump, dink and dump. What, what, hey, hey, you're hey, a giant hey, tuba. <laughs> Oh yeah, um, very nice. Mm. You're you're a Giants fan. What's the over under on games until he gets gets the hook this year? I say three, two and a half. I'm going under. Well, the the actual Vegas over under is seven and a half, and I want under all day on that. Oh, yeah, under so all all day. I've long, been yeah. seeing mad shit that is just selling people on this Giants team, and I will have none of it. Selling on the Giants, like. They're trying to sell people that the Giants will win seven games. Fuck you, dude. They're going to win. Like they're, using, <laughs> they're using advanced analytics saying stuff along the lines of last year, they were, I think it was something along the lines of like two and nine in games decided by seven points or less. And statistically, teams in those will shoot about 500. So they're just they just were on a, the lower end of it last year. So if you go forward something? next year, you can add those four wins what they would have been and that's how they're getting to that seven. Want me to spoil something? They're going to lose a lot. We win one. <laughs> you don't think Saquon can beat realistically we win one. You we don't think Saquon one. can win a nice uh like Thanksgiving I think Saqu- day? <laughs> I think Saquon could literally put up 40 points on a team by himself. But like He's, it's going to require him to get 200 touches. It's That's the only way we can move an offense is by giving him the ball every single time. I just, I've seen a regression in Eli. I think it's... Yo, you're just now seeing the regression in Eli? Since, Congrats. Since his last Super Bowl. <laughs> since his, oh, yeah, he's I, been no. regressing okay, since 2011. Hold Robert on. Griffin think, Jr. was in college, and I, I, think, I didn't see it yet. What do you fucking mean? I think you give him too much flack. I think a lot of it was on the offensive line. I don't. He's going to be the worst Hall of Famer of all time. How's that feel? How's it feel knowing you beat you twice? I don't care about that. Sure do. I really don't because the Patriots are two. The Patriots are one play away in each Super Bowl from being from zero and seven or seven and zero. You hear this though? But they're not. But they're not. 
Listen, I don't care that much. It burns through their veins. Every time I talk to a Pats fan, it burns through their veins. I'm not a Pats fan. I'm a football fan. Okay, valid. But every time I talk to somebody and they're like, what team do you like? I'm like, the Giants. I'm like, oh, I no, hate see, you. Like, I don't say I hate you. I say I feel sorry for you. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I I tell people all the time. I'm like, don't hate me. You guys still win games. <laughs> My Our high horse is over. It's back down to, especially now that Odell it literally felt like a breakup. Like, right. I, I was heartbroken. That sucks. That Do you want a shirt? I have a shirt, an Odell shirt, if you want it. I'm thinking in Sarah McLaughlin songs. Well, give me a moment. <laughs> okay. Uh, I will spend no time on this Oakland Raiders thing. <laughs> Zero. Mr. Big Chest. Zero. Uh, also, the New York Jets. They have Robbie Anderson and Jamison Crowder. Anunwa. Eh, give it Anunwa. Anunwa? Anunwa? Anunwa. Anunwa. Yes. That's not correct. Uh, <laughs> it's Anunwa. Cut me some slack. I pronounced the U wrong. Don't act like I butchered the whole thing. <laughs> Carson once, you know. Uh, all right, Philadelphia Eagles, Alshon Jeffrey, Deshaun Watson, no, not Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Jackson, Nelson Aguilar, and then they have this guy, J.J. Arcega Whiteside. I'm out on him, dash name. Uh, uh, also, Braxton Miller coming out of the, <laughs> coming out of QB pit camp, play some, try to get on a team as a wide receiver. That's fun. Uh, how you feeling about Deshaun Jackson coming home? Because I could see this being good. I'm not interested. Oh, because he's been on the Bucks for a while. I, I watched him for a few years, man. He, yeah, uh, yeah, that guy's that. Guy. He didn't. I don't think. I don't feel like he lost a step. I just feel like Jameis Winston was bad. Like it's kind of one of those things. Like he kind of suffered from Jameis Winston underthrowing him a lot. He because I watched. He made the Bucks a bad team because they have a good thing going with with Winston and Evans and he's doing the whole I need the ball. Throw me the ball. Where's my passes? Oh, yeah, that, Where's my passes? The, he he is like I said, wide receivers are divas. Like they, they will not give up. You heard like, it here first. Of- <laughs> <laughs> he got better when he left. I mean fucking let him let him go. Yeah. Uh Jeffrey's getting a little old. You had years with him too. Uh-huh. You just have everyone, Chris. You got everyone. Yeah, I've I've had some I've had some time. Being a Tampa Chicago mix fan or mix residency. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh how are you feeling about the Steelers? Juju I'm not Juju Smith Schuster. Can't do I it. I like it. Nope. I'm also them. not big on James Washington, the rookie. Would, he looked good. I would take a chance on him. Yeah. Given the right circumstance, I would take a chance on him. I feel like he's going earlier than I'm willing to draft. Yeah, I'd let him go then. But their tight end is named Xavier Grimble, so I have to give him some credit. <laughs> is he, does he work at the Daily Bugle? Is he Spider-Man's <laughs> boss? What the fucking yeah. David Grimble? <laughs> uh, I am curious of the Seahawks because I feel like DK Metcalf was at one point sought after, and then people were like, oh, wait, no. And now I'm kind of back sold on the idea of him just – Julio Jones type build to Ru- with Russell Wilson well, say, throwing him the say ball. It then. Say it then. I think DK Metcalf will put up a thousand yards this year. Wow. Well, no, that's not. I was waiting for you to say eighteen touchdowns and seventeen hundred yards. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not quite. I'm not quite there yet because Metcalf is almost a dash. You know, just just based off of enunciation. <laughs> yeah, it's a syllable. A I'm not. Punctu- I'm not sold on multiple syllables. He doesn't like punctuation marks in the name. Uh, uh, Tyler Tyler Lockett's going far too early. 
I like Lockett. I like Lockett as a rookie coming in, man. I, I, I'm, the- I'm a big Lockett guy because I I do really like the Seahawks. I don't, there's something about Russ. Russ is fun to watch. And there's I, just something about Lockett that I'm just not willing to pick him in the third round. I have bad luck with Seahawks players I've always had. Like who? Uh, Jimmy Graham. <laughs> um, well, that's your problem. You picked Seahawks giggles. Jimmy Graham. Yeah, giggles. running backs from the Seahawks who I thought were... <laughs> When after Marshawn Lynch left, and then mm. that running back facility became an atrocity. Yep. So, sure yeah, did. just bad luck. I don't. I don't really know. Him. I All shy right. away from him. Yeah. All right. This is another one of Dante. Pettis. It's similar to the Cardinals, where they have the guys up top are people who aren't quite proven. Uh, it's the 49ers. They have Dante Pettis, Marquise Goodwin, and then Debo Samuel. He's the rookie from from a, either A and M or Clemson. I think I'm thinking Dabo Sweeney, so I'm thinking Clemson. <laughs> He's from South Carolina. <laughs> he would be the one I'd take a chance on late. The other guys, I'm not interested. Correct. Yeah, he's the rookie. He's one of the few rookies I want. But Dante Pettis, he's one of those, again, where he just doesn't have the quite the name yet, and I'm not really sold on him. And I, I want to see him because he looked real good. Jimmy's finally throwing the ball for all six games. He'll be healthy. Um, how are you feeling about the Niners? In their their wide receivers, at least, I'm not, I'm not interested at all. Yeah, Mm-mm. I don't think I'm touching them, but I might take a chance on Debo. But yeah, given uh, given the given the you know circumstance, if he's there in like the fucking thirteenth or something, you know, and you need to fill out your your bench, there's worse options. Yeah. All right, uh, the Bucks they have Chris Godwin ranked as the nineteenth overall wide receiver. Does that seem correct to you? You've watched enough Bucks. I know he's fast. I know he's the Olympic guy. Um, is that right? 19? That seems high, but he's that good. He's legit. So so behind Mike Evans, it used to be Humphreys and Godwin. Humphreys is gone now. Yep. Uh, Deshaun Jackson is gone now. Correct. Those two players accounted for like 175 targets last year. They got to go somewhere. That's true. They they have no running game. They got zero running game. They're going to come out. Oh, that, you know, that might be why. This seems high, but that makes sense now that you say that. OJ Howard is the fourth ranked tight end. Yeah, because they're they're planning on the targets and the 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 share and the volume going to Howard and Godwin. And I mean, okay. it's fifteen targets a game anyway. So I mean, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm about it. These last two are really bad, so I don't really we don't really need to touch them too much. We got the Titans. They have Corey Davis. That's about it. They have Adam Humphreys now, and then those guys who have been their like fourth and fifth receivers, like Tawan Taylor and Tajay Sharp. Mm. Uh, and then, oh my God, this is bad. Washington, Washington, <laughs> wide receiver one, Trey Quinn, wide receiver two, Paul Richardson, three, Josh Doxson. Doxson still is that guy who will always be potential guy, so he might sprout up to the one over Trey Quinn, renounced wide receiver. Uh, Terry McLaurin, You're saying that like he's like Madonna, like he's got one name. He's Trey Quinn. Traquin. <laughs> we got done to Traquin. <laughs> Full name. Uh, Brian Quick, uh, Jehu Chesson, and Cam Sims. Yeah, fuck also, that. Shout out, shout out to their third tight end, Jeremy Sprinkle. They're not going to win any games. Fuck that team. You don't want you don't want any Washington on your on your fantasy team. But the, they have so many good running backs. Chris Thompson, maybe. Darius Guise, Adrian Peterson, Chris Thompson, Bryce Love, Samaj Piran, Byron Marshall. All of those are serviceable running backs. Good luck. 
I'm not taking any of them, but I like Dwayne Haskins. I feel bad he's thrown into this dumpster fire of a team. Yeah, fuck Washington. <laughs> is that a is that a is that a division rival? No. Oh, you just hate. Them. Okay. They're bad. They're just bad. My uh, one of my best friends and my roommate from college moved to DC, so I think I'm gonna go to some. Those got to be dirt cheap. I'm gonna go to some Redskins games. That'd be cool. Yeah, I might make it happen. All right, Tuba, you have any final comments, sir? I miss you, Odell. Shut the fuck <laughs> up, Chris. Anything to add? No, man. It's always fun talking uh, talking fantasy with you guys, man. Oh yeah, we'll be back in two weeks, and then pretty much after that, I think we're gonna try to do weekly. They might be shorter episodes on the weekly, and just recap of that week's games. That seems that seems fair. Yeah, but then I mean, don't forget too on the off weeks that uh, Joe might be doing the MMA show. So I mean, there'll be some sort of content flowing in some capacity. I would imagine. Yeah. So going forward, Joe, we're not sure if he. I guess it depends what he wants to do with Randy here. Um, but we're gonna Joe's gonna be doing MMA talk, I believe, with Randy. He's trying to do that twice a month, so that'll be coming on the inner. Cir- I think it did. The last one come out on the Inner Circle Sports title. Yeah, I believe so. Okay. I don't know if they're wanting to make their own title on the feed or they're sticking with the sports, uh, but we're going to have some MMA talk. We don't know fighting at all. I don't know fighting for jack shit. I might now that the bundle is coming out with with Hulu and Disney+. Plus. I had that thought. Yeah, I might. I was like, it's the time to get back yeah. in. You want to be MMA guys? I would wa- I would be an MMA guy. I could see I'll myself. Be an to- MMA guy. Because now you. I have a Joe B lounge. <laughs> I ha- I'll be an MMA guy with you. <laughs> no, because I, I like boxing. I've watched boxing, but like I don't watch too, too much. And I watch WWE. That makes no difference whatsoever. But like I understand like. Some yeah, that was great. I'm glad you said it. If it Some <laughs> sort of like technical wrestling type stuff, though. So like I feel like. I so get fighting. Yeah, exactly. I know how to put somebody in an angle lock. You know how to talk circles around the same topic. You sure do. All right. <laughs> Uh, Chris, thank you for joining us. Tuba, thank you for coming on. I'm glad to have you. Yeah, and we'll be back in two weeks to talk some sort of fantasy. And uh, we can talk our teams. We're going to have teams in both our league that we're doing and then our main leagues. So we're ready. We're coming. This is true. I can feel Um, the football, Chris. I can feel it in my fucking veins. I'm done on the Red Sox. I have one more. I have six days of emptiness and then i will be full once i have my team dude i'm already in week 15 of my fucking first madden season man like i'm balls deep already <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> but, uh where, where where can everybody find us man you can find the plunge where's podcast the where's the preferred listening method the preferred listening method well let me fucking tell you chris it's podcoin podcoin you say i say podcoin <laughs> <laughs> podcoin is the newest hippest best streaming platform for all your podcast needs and you know what else chris you know what, what else What's it that? pays you to listen how can this be true oh it's true so when you listen you get these coins pod coins to be specific and when you sign up using code inner circle that's right okay <laughs> use code <laughs> inner circle you get 300 free coins so when you're creating your account hit bam inner circle put it in you get, we'll get you started. We're giving you like four ounces of coffee. That's how much we're pouring in your cup. Okay. And then the rest you got to earn. You got to earn the other 12. Okay. This is where you do it. You listen to us in the bonus channel. You can listen to the inner circle presents feed. 
which is where you're listening to this as well as other shows like Comedy is Dead and The Slimmer Circle. All right. Along with that, you can listen to all of The Inner Circle and all of our shows, including my show and Tuba's kind of show, The Plunge Podcast. Kind of show. <laughs> Tuba's kind of show. He's our intern. It's cool. And you can also listen to the hashtag no offense show with the Wutskies. What the Z? All right. And you can listen to the Simmons and More podcast, the Joby show. <laughs> the Joby show. Any pod will do. Yeah. Oh, wait, Hunter will hard. not let that go. <laughs> uh, as well as shit happens when you party naked, allegedly. Okay. So go to Podcoin, download. You can find us in the bonus section where you will get bonus coins, almost double the coins. Download it now. Listen now. All your favorite podcasts are on there. Might as well get paid. And Chris, where can they find you? HTNOS everywhere. And you can find me at Plunge Podcast everywhere or on Instagram at The Plunge Podcast. And if you need to simplify all of this, just go to innercirclepn.com. You will find all of us. This has been another edition of the Inner Circle Sports Podcast. We will see you in two weeks. Peace. Good luck this fantasy season. (laughs) I had a nice outro and you just had to fuck it up, Tuba. (laughs) Bobby Moore says, I'm not confident in my outros. I finally go out nice and you come in and have a good fantasy season, Chris. Fuck you. We're out of here.